Yaya Talks. My name is Rene Kiambote. I'm Tracy Tansia. And this is our episode about careers. Yes. But first of all, let us welcome you to the second season. Hey. Season two of Yaya Talks. Season two of Yaya Talks. Hey. 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 We hey. made it. We made it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So we're talking about careers because Today. honestly, careers is like takes up all of our lives. My career is interfering with my life. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> no, but really, um, we're just gonna talk about what did you want to be when you grow up. Um, that's a question that all of us got, I think, growing when, up. Yeah. Like, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to do? Blah mm-hmm, blah. Absolutely. And also, like, um, what were your um, your aspirations while going to college? What did you What did you expect? Did your expectation meet the reality? All those questions will be answering in this episode in today's episode so um yeah so let's get started yes, tracy what did, go, what did you want to go what did you want to do when you wanted to be a grown-up well i had that two was so weird. my aspiration <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to be a journalist because i was very interesting in traveling as a kid already and i was always uh, watching tv and watching the news and I saw all these war journalists in Iraq and all these places, and I thought it was so cool. And I really believe that if I go to these places where there is war and I make reports, I re- I do report about this back in our countries, in the West, um, people will stop doing war and killing each other. <laughs> like this That's is, so cute. Yeah, I really believe that. And uh, I believe something else, but that's another <laughs> story. And also at a certain point, uh, when I was 12, I started to dance. No earlier than 12 when I was eight I started to dance and I really really love dancing to dancing till today that's one of my passions and uh at a certain point I was like maybe I should become a dancer of Beyonce or at a certain point when I went to Kinshasa Kong I was like oh being a dancer of Wera Son of Coffee must be so cool so yeah, yeah okay. but uh, my parents <laughs> say dancing will not pay the bills so yeah I said let me try that journalist thing and you and you tried it no actually no because um I said to myself, okay, if I want to do journalists and do political journalism and war, I have to study political science. Okay. So I went to college to study political science to become a journalist. Yeah. But then I got stuck in the political aspect. So. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, I wanted to be a nurse when I grew up. But then growing up, I realized actually that being a nurse, you have to have a lot of patience. And I have none. Like minus 10 is my patience level. Um, so <laughs> at a certain moment, I don't know how journalism came to life in my mind. But uh, I think the same goes with you. My parents, um, they watched the journal every single night. Um, at 7 p.m. we were watching RTL. At 7.30 we were watching RTBF. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a, a daily routine. And then I would just watch all these people have so much knowledge and just talk about everything in the world and i think early on i realized the more you know the more you can um you can change the narrative and the more power you have um mm-hmm. if i can say that so yeah and it just grew in me and at a certain point i was like you know what i like watching those people being on television and like talking very smart and all this and i was like Maybe I should do that too. And then I just, I think at 16, I was like, yeah, I want to be a journalist. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And I studied that. Yeah. So you, so 
you directly knew what you wanted to do, so you yeah. went to study. So I studied journalism in college. Ha- how how many years? Which college? Tell tell us more about that. Um, <laughs> I wasn't a very good student, so um, I started. When did I start? I think I was twenty. I started twenty. Yeah. 20 something almost 21 i think um so i started it's uh it was a bachelor a professional bachelor uh, i was three years normally i did four and a half because i was partying too much obviously <laughs> um and then for me the biggest biggest challenge was you know just getting through those courses that you really don't care about yes um i totally Yeah, you always have those courses like you think, why am I learning this? Because this has nothing to do with what I want to do in life. Uh, same goes for high school. But in college, I was like, Pfft. and it just screws up your your um, your credit scores. So mm-hmm. I think that was the toughest challenge in you. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I think also I totally agree with, with, you, with you because I was a good student in high school. I had good grades. Um, I was actually a very lazy student because I was... You? Yeah. You I, don't seem like a lazy student no, at all. I was very smart. So studying was not uh, really my thing. For me, I was just reading the courses and then I went to class and then I passed. And I didn't care about having like 80% for me. If I have 70%, I'm fine. Like, okay. So that was it. So when I arrived to college, it was totally different. Um, I will say the... Fr- I had three major challenges. First, the fact that I was very lazy mm. and I didn't know how to study because college and I went to Ghent University, uh, political science. It's very a lot of studying by heart, everything, especially like you have these general courses like uh, communication, communica- communica- communication science, yeah. sociology. I didn't care about all this stuff. Uh, that was difficult and statistics and it's sec- oh, statistics yes oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> i feel it so much and this is why i've because well whatever i will say the third chatting and then i will come to how i pass my statistics the second thing was uh the fact that um i think my first year um i i, I started to work at h&m and yeah. i had like A lot of time I was passing working and I didn't know really well how to combine my work and my studies. Uh, I had the same. I always worked since I was 15. I started working. So it was a combination of having a social life, going to school Mm -hmm. and and working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, the first year. So it was the challenge. And then, uh, yeah. And then boys like... No, I no had, boys. No, for me, I no boys that I was, uh, I had like a bad breakup my first year. And that was like, first of all, I didn't pass all my classes. I didn't pass my first year. So that was a very um, comfort. Disappointing. Yeah, disappointment. Yeah. Because I thought, wow, I thought I was smart and I didn't pass. And also you have to know, in high school, they told me like, oh, you should never go to college. This is not Aww. for you. So imagine you don't pass, but because just I had to adapt myself and that's normal. Uh, and then, yeah, the fact that I had a very, very bad breakup and the work. So that was my first year. Uh, that was, I think, the biggest challenge. And the second year, I di- I really had uh, more friends. I met almost all the friends that I have now from college. Yeah, I met them at the end of my first year, second year. And I was also dating a DJ. So it was party every day. <laughs> And at a certain Amazing. point, I was like, you know what? I don't care about college. I want to go to South Africa. And I literally went to South Africa for a couple of months till my dad said, you have to come back because uh, no one is going to give you, send you money every month. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when I started. No, I really, really, I, 
I realized that I really like political science. I really want to do something about it and about the politics. And I was getting more and more interested yeah. in uh, politics. Because once you arrived in your second, third year, you have more courses really about international politics. And then you see how the works, the work uh, function. Yeah. And then you, you and then it's also, I think, when you realize like, wow, these studies are really for me. This is why I don't like also the fact that you have so many general, general subjects. Yeah, exactly. Because it can discourage you. It can be. It can give you the thing like, oh, this is so hard. Mm. But by the time you, you arrive at your third year, you're like, wow, I really like this. Yeah. So, Exactly. That was it. I think it's with every single um, course you take mm-hmm. or every mm-hmm. uh, direction. But um, so what you were talking about jobs, what was your first job? So I, I was very blessed. Uh, I finished college. I had my master in international politics. Hey. Uh, yeah. Um, I was actually the first. Yeah, I was the first one at home to graduate from college here in Belgium. So I was very proud of myself and that is one of the proudest moments of my life. I'm so proud of you too. <laughs> so yeah, for anyone, I was going to say any student who challenge, who has challenged at college and you know you are passionate about something, you know you, you want to do something with your studies, just carry on, work hard. Because the life of work, it's not easy. <laughs> The life of co- I think the life of college is so much fun than work. I, I really prefer being in Duh, college. Who, whoever said yeah. the opposite? Like school is nothing compared to yeah. work. Like work, if you don't if you don't do your job, you're not getting yeah. paid, and you're like homeless. So <laughs> I graduated. I traveled for two months. You have to know that during my college, I was already active politics uh, in politics in Belgium locally. I already participated in the local election. So I and I also had. A lot of votes. Uh, I wa- pe- a lot of people voted me, and I said to my party, "Look, in two years, when I finish college, I want to be a council member. But now it's not possible. Blah blah blah. So we just made an agreement that after a certain period, I will be council member. Yeah. So I met actually uh, my boss. I work for a former minister and MEP MP. Sorry, member of parliament, member of the Brussels Parliament. If you're not from Belgium, you have to know we have different parliaments. Mm. I started to work as a Um, parliamentary assistant for the member of the Brussels Parliament. That was my first job. That's a big deal when you just finish college. Yeah. Like you. And just, that's how we met each other. Yes, we told that in the <laughs> intro episodes. So this is what I did. The job was writing speeches, um, writing interventions for the parliament, giving advice. Mm. They say parliamentary assistant, but. It's not like a secretary is just really a political advisor. Basically, yeah. that's the policy, political advisor. And it was very good to have this first job after college. It was yeah. such a good opportunity. How long did you do it? Almost four years. Wow, that's long. Yeah, three years and a half. Okay. And I didn't stop because I didn't like it, but that's another story. So, and what was What do friend? you mean? That's another story. Well, in the sense that I wanted to do something else because you have to know, like I said, I love traveling. I loved international politics. And in Belgium, I was only busy with national politics. And mm. I felt a bit limited. Yeah. So I said to myself, I really want to do something with international politics. So um, before the end of the uh, legislation, the term of yeah. my MP, I stopped working there. So, And then I went to work to the minority forum, Minderede Forum in Belgium. That was so cool. Yeah. So much fun colleagues. Such an interesting job. So much smart people I've met from different backgrounds. And I did that for uh, six months. Okay. That was my second job. So what did you learn from your career path so far? Me? Yeah, you. 
Um, I think the big lesson I learned is like when you when you are at college, you are with your friends and you choose your friends. And when you are at work, sometimes it can be very difficult to work with some people because you don't choose the people you work with. I feel like at college it was the same. I was so glad every day. Like, oh my god, I'm so glad I have really like true friends outside of oh really yeah no for me i had like good friends at college same at work oh no <laughs> for me it was different well not in my class i don't i didn't have a lot of friends but outside you know but anyway uh i think this is one <laughs> of the uh challenge i've learned and also um it's don't be too hard on yourself it's okay if you don't know some things especially when you start just after college uh when you make mistakes and don't overwork yourself because at a certain point i was very tired in my job like mm. then i was like wow my job was my life mm-hmm. and what i was doing and also when your politics is different it's literally the politics the political agenda it's determines how your life is going to be and uh don't be afraid to change when you don't like something yeah re- your your mental health is not worth your job and i don't and i know it's easy to stay in a job for financial stability and But if you don't like it, if you know you want to do something, if you want to start studying something else when you're 27, just do it. I have friends who did it. They didn't die. Yeah, that's really solid advice because you're going to work your ass off for a job who will replace you mm-hmm. within two days. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what. It, unless you're, like, working at, like, this little startup and you know the people and whatever. But if you're just working at some corporate thing, Like, don't even bother. Mm. Call in sick if you want to. Like, honestly, that's my advice. Mm. If you don't feel like it, just don't do it. Mm. And I think, did you tell, what what did you do? Do you always did journalism? Um... Yeah, my first job was, honestly, I was looking at my resume a couple of days ago and I saw everything that I've done so far has always been related to media and journalism. So my first job was right after my internship at the National Media at the VRT. Um, and it was as a researcher on the, um, uh, let's say, the well current affairs. So for the, um, for the journal. And I worked there for a year. And then I freelanced a bit. Um, so that was my first like real job. And I was glad that it was there because as a journalist uh, here in Belgium, at least, it's like this goal in um, in your journalism career to work at the national media. And I was just glad that that was my first step. So after that, that I can be like my mind could be more open to other opportunities, other media, mm-hmm. other other things in media, um, not just journalism. So that was, yeah, that was a good experience and I learned so much. It was a good learning school, a first mm-hmm. learning school. And as I said before, what I've learned most is don't kill yourself over a job that will replace you within that much mm-hmm. time because you only have one body, you only have one mind. If you crash and burn, mm. they'll send you flowers, but they're not going to send you your paycheck every <laughs> single month for like a year. You mm. know what I mean? It's yeah. It's just think of yourself mm. like always. <laughs> I'm just I'm just all for people being selfish. Honestly, if we're all more selfish, I think the world would be a better place. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I think so too. And also what I was going to say, like, it's okay. Uh, sometimes people study something to do something totally different. That's mm-hmm. also okay. So not every study brings you to the career that you are 
that you are supposed to do or you are meant to do. It's fine to explore. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's fine to explore. Like, um, like what I was saying is I... I had a very good job at the parliament. First of all, I was very well paid. Like, yeah, you should have bought me lunch way more times. But okay, shut up. <laughs> I was very well paid. Look at this bitch. Um, I had a really nice flat in Brussels. I was sharing with very nice people mm-hmm. in a very nice area. Um, exactly. I was Excel. Excel. Uh, <laughs> um, I was very nice. I had like the financial stability. I I had everything actually at, at my career yeah. perspective. But I was very unhappy because at a certain point I realized that I want to do really something internationally. And I wanted to go to um, an African country. Um, so I started to look for other jobs. And actually it's so funny because in my third, second and a half year I was working, I had a conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. And I saw that same person today. And that person told me, I was explaining to him, yeah, yeah um, I want to change. I want to go to Congo. But, you know, I'm in politics. I'm active here. And because, like I said, my politics, my work was my life. So yeah. I want, don't want to disappoint people if I leave, all the people that voted for me. And that person said, like, if you want to go to Congo, that's your dream. Just do it. You're just too young to just stay for the people. And people. You know, that's what I mean. Just yeah. be selfish. If you want to do it, just I do it for you. I was not selfish at all. And at the same but that, that's, I don't mean selfish, mm-hmm. but just choose you, you. over anybody else. And then this is why I, had, uh, I stopped there. I had a car- career switch. And uh, I decided I wanted to go to, I had a job opportunity in Addis Abeba, Ethiopia. And at a certain point, it didn't went through. So mm. that's a long story I cannot tell in the podcast. And Why? Well, not this podcast. Not this podcast, but... <laughs> we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, but I just wanted to say I was so depressed about that. Mm. Because that was my dream. This is what I wanted to do. And it didn't went through. And I didn't understand how, why. And that's also the moment that I realized that... My job was everything. So working for me was everything. Mm-hmm. Like I could have friends, a boyfriend, money. But my work, I was, how can I say, my fulfillment, the only fulfillment, very good fulfillment I was getting was out of my work. Mm-hmm. And I stayed like six months without a job. The one that is a master in international politics uh, that was on TV. Also, and a sixth job, I, I got like... Atkering, reclose at Atkering, like money yeah. from the state because... How do you say that in English? I don't know. <laughs> There's a word for that. Yeah, so when the state gives you money because you're basically, you don't have a job. And every month I have to give my cards. Like it was, so I felt like a failure, a total failure just because I didn't have a job. And the only way my life could be successful was having a job for me. Yeah. So I had to learn in the six months that... That's Unemployment benefits. Yeah. Ooh. So <laughs> I had to learn in the six months that it's okay not to have a job. It's okay to rest. It's okay to think about your future. It's okay to think about life. Um, to take and, some time for yeah, yourself. And to figure out what you want to do. Uh, there is so much pressure uh, of the world. Did your parents have different expectations from or your surroundings expectations from you for your career <laughs> than you had? In my high school, they say that I was the first one to get children. <laughs> No, in my college, in my high school, middle bar. Eh? Yeah. They say that I was the first one that, that was going to settle and have children. Why? I have no idea. I just don't. And people like Christophe and all these people, I'm like, how? Like, Who is Christophe? My friend that was at my barbecue. Ah, yeah. okay. <laughs> so they was like, oh, Tracy is the first one who's going to have children, get married. I was like, what? No, my parents 
never had other expectation of me. They were, they always knew I wanted to do something with politics and they always supported me in every career decision I was going to take. So, and you? Yeah, for me, the same. Um, my mom is just super proud. And I think for her, the most important thing is that I, I'm happy in what I do. And that I'm not a prostitute. I think that's like the main thing. <laughs> I think she's, just <laughs> she's just proud that I'm working where I want to be, and you know that's so that's it. Mm. So, um, if you were to ask what is my dream career, because I like to talk about that, like let's fantasize about ideal scenarios and what we would like to do in life. My ideal career would be to own my own network. Oprah goals. Yeah. And uh, just really have a you brand. You know Oprah, Oprah Winfrey, if you don't know who she is, Google her. Google her. We're not going to explain. That's just <laughs> disrespectful. Um, no, that's really what I want to do. I want to have my own brand in media, a really established brand, and also have a foundation to help out people who um, who are not able to put their kids through college or to pay for school facilities, um, all that kind of stuff. So I really want to give back as well, but I also want to earn a lot of money with my brand. And you? If you would ask me what my dream job was, I would always have said like working in Congo, yeah, doing something with women. Oh. And I'm going to do that. Ah! <laughs> she spilled the beans. I just she spilled, spilled the, the beans. She spilled the beans. <laughs> yeah, that was a long, long secret. Oh my god. Yeah. Tracy and her secrets. Jesus. I, I'm Lord. a bit secretive. Oh, a bit. <laughs> wow. I always say to my friends, I'm probably going to get married, and I'm going to send you a picture. Hey, I just got married. No. <laughs> no Honestly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she could. I could. So no, but my dream career has always been like. Like I said, I did a career switch. I wanted to go to go work to Ethiopia. It didn't work out. But now I'm happy to say that I'm going to be the chief of mission of Mamas for Africa. It's a Belgian organization. Hey. I'm moving to Congo in exactly 10 days, 11 days. Say that again. <laughs> uh, I will work like with women that were uh, victims of, of sexual violence. Uh, we do prevention. We also like we help uh, the organization and the psychologist and the doctors. They help the women mm-hmm. after they've been victims of sexual or gender-related violence. Um, we also work with Dr. Mukwege, if you know who Dr. Mukwege is. If you he, don't know, Google yeah. him. Uh, and so, he won the Nobel Prize yeah, last year. Yeah, he won the Nobel Prize. So I'm very oh, excited. Nobel Prize? Nobel Prize? Nobel Prize? Oh. The Nobel Prize. Is that, is that not a song of Clouseau or something? <laughs> I'm just staring at her. Whatever. No, I'm very, very excited for this new challenge and chapter uh, in my me life. Me too. I can't wait to come visit you, yes. honestly. Uh, so I'm going to Bukavu and uh, everyone is welcome. Um, well, not everyone. Not everyone, but people who follow me, they yeah. know who they are. But so this is, if you would have asked me what will be my dream career, I would always say that. So I'm very happy. I prayed for, I prayed for this kind of job in when I was at college, I'm going to do that. It was not easy. It was a very difficult six months. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that I'm looking forward to the challenge. I have no idea if I'm going to like it. I have no idea if I'm going to be like, oh my God, I want to come back to, to Belgium. But it's something that I really wanted to do. So I just went for it. So this is also an advice 
I want to give you, and I know it's easy for me because I'm not married yet. I didn't buy an apartment yet. I, I, I'm. You have no attachment. I have no attachment here, and I understand it's very, it's more easy to just make this step. Like, okay, I'm going. I'm packing my stuff. Yeah. But even with the family, if you have a supporting supportive partner. You can do it. If you just want to change scenery, if you want to change job, change country, just do it. And mm-hmm. it was not easy. Uh, I, I moved to my par- back to my parents, six months, no money. It was not easy, but at, the, at least I got the job that I always dreamed of. So exactly. I'm happy about it. Exactly. I think that's some solid advice. And if what to do when you don't know what to do? Like if you don't have really like, oh, this is what I want to do in life. This mm-hmm. is the career path that I want to take. I think you should not be ashamed of that because I think a lot of people are just focused on career work, what you do. And that's also one of the first questions Mm -hmm. that you get. Like, Um, oh, what do you do? I hate those questions. (laughs) Like, get the fuck away with your fucking small talk. Yeah. What, um, (laughs) my friend David Jones, you can also follow him on Instagram and, uh, always say, (laughs) shout out. Yeah. Shout out to my friend David Jones, uh, always says like, you can also ask to the people, what is your passion? That is, you know, that's a more, that's really a good question instead of, uh, what do you do? So what is your passion? And I think that if you don't know what you want to do, figure out what your passion is. Some people need more time. Other people already knew when they were young and so on. Try different things. Um, It depends also on your financial status, status, Mm. because I think a lot of people want to work to have money. But uh, if you have a small job, I said, like, when I was a student, I worked in a cafe, I worked in a restaurant. I knew my passion was traveling, so I was only working to travel travel and to save some money also to pay my college bills and stuff like this. So try different things. If you are passionate about something, try that out. Uh, if you see people that do something that might interest them, interest you, contact them. Now you have Instagram, social media. Yeah, you can, you can contact, reach out to people. You can so reach fast. out to people. Don't be and also don't be ashamed if you don't know um, what you want to do. I think uh, a lot of people always say, "Oh, Tracy, you're very ambitious," and I know it's quite intimidating. In- intimidating. Intimidating. Yeah. I can understand that, but it's it's okay if you don't know for a certain point what you want to do, and you say, "I'm just figuring out life." I'm just mm-hmm. people. When they are 29. And it doesn't matter what age you you Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Like, take your if time. If you're 20, 25, Don't 30, feel pressure. 35, 40. Don't settle. Whatever. Drink Don't water. <laughs> take your makeup off before you go to sleep. <laughs> Flush your teeth. Flush your teeth. Use a condom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a really important yeah. one. <laughs> no, but honestly, just mm-hmm. be gentle with yourself and don't get carried away with the... With the social media and the people doing mm. their thing and, oh, they're thriving and they're succeeding in mm. everything that they're doing. Not everyone succeeds at the first try. We no know. One. No one. How many nights have you spent crying over stuff work? I mean, stuff from work. My work thing, six months. I cried for six months. <laughs> the past six months. Six months straight. Six months straight. Every night. I didn't know what to do. No, but really every night. My parents at a certain point were very concerned because in the middle of the night, I was just crying. Yeah. So Don't and be too hard on yeah, yourself. I did, really... Yeah, absolutely. So also, I think that... Um, I follow a lot of Instagrammers, influencers, like people. When I talk about influencers, I don't talk about people that only show products and say, hey, buy this. But really people who started a brand out of out of nothing. Mm. And when you follow their life story, it's always 10 years, 12 years in the making, mm. uh, seven years, six years. It's not people only show you the success. They don't show you how they 
they got there. How, yes, exactly. And that's important. All the nights they worked through hard. They didn't sleep. Mm. They had to make sacrifices. Yes. They couldn't make it to the birthday parties they wanted to. Absolutely. I mean, they it's hard work. Money. They didn't have money. They had to ask their parents. They, you know, yeah. everyone has their own story. And you shouldn't be ashamed yeah. of if yours takes five years longer than someone else's. Mm. That's just the course of your of your life. Absolutely. But just stay true to yourself. Don't compare yourself to the others. Exactly. Comparison, that goes for everything. Comparison is a thief of joy. Be joyful. Be happy. Do you? Oh. Okay, we're gonna end on that note. Look at her with the Oprah quotes. Don't go stealing my job, bitch. No, it's fine. Okay, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any more questions about your career path or you just want some tips on how to balance work life, um, social things, how we managed, um, yeah. Just hit us up and slide in those DMs. Thank you for listening. Peace. Bye. Bye.